I'm not much for giving inspirational addresses. I'd just like to point out that every newspaper in the country has picked us to finish last. The local press seems to think we'd save everyone a lot of time and trouble if we just went out and shot ourselves. Me, I'm for wasting sports writers' time. So I'd like to hang around and see if we can give them all a nice big shit burger to eat. <laughs> <laughs> What is good, sports world? Welcome to the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS. I am your host, Chris Dell, and welcome to episode 8 of Family Feud Sports. We are happy to have you and ready to talk some sports with you today, and we appreciate your ear. With me is none other than Mr. Sports Extraordinaire himself. Mr. Allen Dell, the Godfather. How you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. A lot better than the NFL, which looks to be very ill. He's high. Some might say on its deathbed. Attendance is down. Scoring is down. And the NFL Players Association renews the contract of Tamara Smith in what only can be called a communist process. You're fired. You're just Debbie Downer over here in the NFL, huh? Oh, the question is, why why are people not coming to games? Why are they not watching TV? I think there's a lot of things. I mean, I I think they don't come to games because it's easier to watch it on TV on your 50 to 60 inch screen. And also, uh, let's let's be honest, that kneeling, that anthem protest, that's turning a lot of fans off. I mean, people look at football, NFL as entertainment. You work hard all week, you put up with a bunch of stuff. And you want to enjoy yourself for three to four hours on Sunday. Kneeling, not kneeling, not standing. I think it's turned a lot of people off, and someday the players are going to regret it. Word. Oh, well, we just, well, you just got into the politics talk. I didn't know this, fa- this family feud politics we got going on here. <laughs> no, I'm just saying the NFL is ill. Apparently they're going to give Goodell another contract while he gets 30 plus or $40 million a year. I have no idea. How do you pay, man? Uh, if you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. You're making me look bad, man. And kind of weaving this into the conversation of, you know, what's going on in the NFL right now, the second, and the big picture overall of will football become extinct and the declining popularity of football overall in our country, right? But it's still the number one sport in our country, hands down, and you cannot argue that no matter how many players are kneeling or how many fans are a little butthurt right now. This house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit! In the galaxy of this sucks camel dicks! You look at the TV ratings. TV ratings are down for every sport across the board. TV, TV ratings are down for every station on TV. So when people look at those ratings and they overreact to the decline, you have to look at the amount of people that are watching it on tablets, that are watching it on mobile devices, that are watching it on other places other than the TV. So yeah, you have the 50 to 60 inch screen. You also have the 6 inch screen in your palm, right? A lot of people are watching it there. I know that people aren't going to the games. I think that's the biggest problem the NFL faces right now that people aren't going to the games and filling up those stadiums, but it's poor decisions. It's common sense. Why would you put two teams in L.A.? But see, I like crazy-ass people. Yeah. California is a state that probably has maybe the least interest of football amongst almost any state in the country, right? Right. I mean, outside of what, Oakland, where the Raiders play, and that rabid fan base right mm-hmm. there? So you tell me. I mean, the, the biggest joke right now in the San Diego Chargers, excuse me, they're Los not a Angeles. Bad they're not a bad product but, on the field. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So uh, why aren't people going to see they, them? They don't, they're not wanted in L.A. I mean, it's oh. obvious that they So are the Rams wanted and not them? I mean, what's I mean, the deal? What's going on Yeah, there? it seems like the Rams more so. Chargers are playing in a 27,000. 
stadium and they couldn't even sell that out. And now go Chargers, go. That's pretty sad. Terrible, that was crazy. That's a terrible, terrible thing. NFL or football in general is become is going to become a sport for people in lower socioeconomic situations, much like boxing has become. It's, it's unfortunate, but unless they do something about the sport to make it safer, uh, making helmet safety, but it's a violent sport. Let's let's be honest. Catch me outside. How about that? The players union with with its collective bargaining agreement has really hurt the running back because these players come into the league, they got a four to five year. It's really a wage scale. And if you're a running back and you've been in the league four years, you're starting to get old. You may never get that second big contract. Great cash, homie. You may be hurt or you come in at, say, 21, 22. It's tw you're 26 when you're entitled to get that big contract. They don't like you. You're older. You're, you're starting to get old at 27 in, as an NFL running back. Point well taken. I think the NFL Players Association really needs to look at their collective bargaining agreement and that mandatory contract, especially how it affects running backs. Oh, that was terrible. Speaking about the decline in popularity and the reason you brought up the, the kneeling. So how about your boy Jay-Z? See that? Big time, big time billionaire rapper, rap mogul, music mogul Jay-Z. Turned down an invite oh, to, who cares? to perform at the, at who cares? Super I don't care. A, a lot of millennials care. A lot of young people who are going to uh, you know, carve out some dollars to the NFL care. Okay, so good for him. Robert better not get in my face. Because I'll drop that motherfucker. If big social influencers and people out there on social media with huge followings and millions of fans, if they start turning away and making it public they don't support the NFL, then you could see some, some okay. more numbers start so to So it's interesting. You have people that are turned off by the kneeling, and then you have other people that say they won't watch NFL football games. See right there? She's about to get your ass in the trap. <laughs> So the NFL is getting hit by two sides. Family Feud Sports, where two lifelong sports journalists, also father and son, intensely debate the week's hottest sports news. We'll be right back. Hey, Miss Irma, how you doing? I'm great today, Steve. I hope you are. I'm just fine, ma'am. Now pronounce your last name. Britain, Britain, Britain. Britain. Just like the country. Yeah, with two T's. <laughs> Written with two T's. Miss Irma, I love you already. I loved you a long time, Steve. Yeah. Steve Harvey. This the family feuding. Baby mama drama. Got the family losing. Smoking. Back. Out the front door fuming. I was just a student. Now you look like food. Sports World, what is good? Chris Dell here, your co-host of Family Feud Sports, and welcome back to episode 8 of the Family Feud Sports Podcast, where two lifelong sports journalists, also father and son, intensely debate the week's hottest sports news. Going into our third segment and talking about what we love most, hardwood hoops. Let's just get right into it. Our NBA soap opera segment. And it seems like the weekly show never ends with the NBA. You got Michael Beasley coming out of nowhere, calling himself the next Carmelo Anthony. Guy needs to be in a straitjacket before he gets put on the court of Madison Square Garden. You're crazy! Not to mention Kevin Durant going on his rant, Kevin Durant's rant, fake Twitter accounts. Give Kevin Durant a cupcake, 
pat him on the back and tell him everything's gonna be all right. Sing, no. sing a lullaby before he goes to bed at night. I mean, what's this dude's problem? How many finals MVPs does he gotta win before he stops caring about what a Twitter troll with an egg in his profile picture says on social media? Get away from me, you little shit. Kevin Durant was better off when he said nothing. This is another example. What happened to Kevin Durant? What happened to him? This is another- We used to applaud him for like being quiet and not saying the dumb shit that LeBron James used to say, right? LeBron James. It used to be like the thing that, like, oh, Kevin Durant, he's, he's hardworking, he's humble, he's the, he's the guy that's not gonna, he's like Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi Leonard to me embodies that. I mean, what's wrong with not saying anything? It doesn't mean that you don't have an opinion or you don't have passion. Point well taken. This is another example when athletes say they have a platform, they're supposed to use it. Well, if you have a platform, at least know what you're talking about. Do your research. Be objective. Tell the truth. At least know what Twitter accounts you're on. He referred to himself in the third person on an accident because he was supposed to be on his fake Twitter account. Yeah. But he accidentally responded from his real Twitter account. What kind of shit is that? So you tell me. What's going on in Kevin Durant's head, man? It seems that you've been living two lives. In one life, you're Thomas A. Anderson, program writer for a respectable software company. You have a social security number, you pay your taxes, and you help your landlady carry out her garbage. The sad look that he had on TV when they met when uh, Peyton Manning made a joke at the awards. If you're that sensitive, then you need to get off of Twitter. <laughs> That's the funniest damn thing I've ever heard! I mean, some people don't care. They get bashed on Twitter. It's fine. Other people, they, they can't take it. They're too sensitive, and, and they get off it. So get off! But y'all don't say that. And he says he wants to keep talking, engaging with fans on Twitter. Doesn't he have anything better to do with his life? That's so funny. Last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. It's really sad. And then he wears those sneakers where, where he's allegedly stomping on people who have criticized him. I'll draw the line there. I don't think that's all that bad. I, you know, you see players doing commercials where they're, they're like responding to the haters. I've seen Russell Westbrook and James Harden both do it. Going on a fake Twitter account and responding to eggs on Twitter and to quote-unquote Twitter trolls, and you're a finals MVP, you already won. Well, obviously, you're insecure because you didn't think you deserved it now because you're letting other people dictate how you feel. And just, like, go in Kevin Durant's ear and be like, it's all right, buddy. Don't worry about those guys yeah. and gals out there that might be doing that, right? Right. Might be in their mom's basement waiting for meatloaf to get served them for dinner. What? <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. I mean, really, right? Right. But either way, regardless of who's trolling you, just cut it out, man. The hell on, Felicia. I, I agree with you, Mr. Godfather. You nailed it. The analysis. Delete your Twitter account, Kevin Durant. That's all you got to do. You get to do a press conference after almost every game, sometimes before games. You, you could say what you want. I'm just excited to be here. Talking about guys who are seem like they're a little bit off kilter these days, your boy Michael Beasley had some... Uh, Deep intellectual thoughts uh, about him joining the Knicks, huh? The, the Knicks have to be just going crazy after this. Here's a 28-year-old guy who's played for six teams in the NBA and two in China. China. And now he's talking about sharing a load. They got more head cases on the Knicks than you could think of. Here's a quote from Michael Bisley. If you watch my game, like really watch my game, my jab series and all that, I'm literally just Carmelo on the left side of the floor. 
Oh my God! Get out the smelling salts. This is terrible. <laughs> if if you, you're in the hierarchy of the Knicks, even uh, Mr. Dolan lives in outer space someplace. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. You gotta be really upset. Why did you sign this guy? What's y'all smoking on? If I may interject another thought. My name is Jeff. Peter Vesey, the great Peter Vesey, came out. It's a done deal that LeBron James is going to the Lakers after next season. So take it for what it's worth. He said it's not even in discussion. It's a done deal. That it's not the first that said it. Yeah, and that his Apparently, he was out in L.A. with his wife looking at schools, high schools for his son, according to uh, TMZ. Well, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's a little telling. Wait a minute, I ain't coming over there. Speaking of the Lakers and LeBron, how about your boy, your reports of uh, Brandon Ingram growing to 6'11"? He just hit his growth spurt. He, wow, he's funny. got a new jump shot going on now. I'm back! Pair him with, with Lonzo Ball, who's already ranked ahead of Carmelo Anthony. Lakers are starting to look good. Not to mention, they could get another free agent in addition to LeBron James to join that team. How, how about Lonzo Ball showing up at a Lakers workout wearing an NBA shirt, and instead of having the Jerry West silhouette logo, he has a silhouette of himself. Big uh, baller brand. We talking about big baller brand. We talking about big baller brand. So that, that was just absolutely amazing. I don't know if he's going to wear that during warm-ups or what. Well, but. I can't wait to see the stats on ESPN and all the sports stations, uh, TV stations this year where it's going to be Lonzo Ball, Lakers record with big baller brand shoes. I remember they used to do that with uh, Big Ben Wallace back when he was the center of the Magic, before he, he was even well-known and played for the Pistons. And they used to do the thing where they had the cornrows of the Afro, and they used to put the record up each time. So I think he had a better record with the Afro, but I digress. Just really just wrapping up Episode 8 of Family Feud Sports. We wanted to hop into your time machine for a second, Mr. Allen. I want to give a shout out to the great Jake LaMotta who passed away recently. The man known as the Raging Bull. He fought Sugar Ray Robinson six times. He had an unbelievable career. And then the most interesting thing is how rough the sport of boxing is. And LaMotta lived till he was 95 years old and he took a beating. Who knocks out everybody and no one can whoop him. I mean, if you saw the movie, and, and if you've never seen the movie Raging Bull with Robert De Niro, you, you ought to see it. Incredible. In fact, De Niro fought practice, said about 100 rounds with LaMotta just learning how to do that to do that movie. So, shout out to him. Great career. My the man, man came from nowhere. The great job that Robert De Niro did. And then it, when he played LaMotta in his later life, he put on a lot of weight. So, De Niro put on a about 30, 40 pounds to play LaMotta at his old weight. It was, it was a great movie. We're still going to be in the DeLorean for another minute or two here. A big shout out to the Cleveland Indians. I lived right down the street from Progressive Field and the Quicken Loans Arena. I lived for a couple years in downtown Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians' big winning streak was just snapped this past week, 22 games. It didn't quite get to the 26 games yeah. of your infamous Giants from way 1916. back in the day. 1916. <laughs> Before your time, before the Godfather's time, man. Who was there? Who was running the streets before then, man? Who was running the mafia? That's before. Uh, that's when Babe Ruth was just getting started. That's right. That's right. In terms of the the, the streak, I mean, your your thoughts on that? I mean, baseball's starting to ramp up a little bit. Now. Well, you know, baseball baseball set a record this week: most home runs hit in a season. Back, 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 gone. No, let's let's be honest. The balls are jacked up. He's high. It used to be the players were jacked up. I still say Hank Aaron's the true career home run leading hitter. You're sleepy. What's up, homie? Willie Mays didn't spend two years in the Army in his youth. He lost anywhere from 80 to 100 home runs, and he might be the all-time greatest. Point well taken. But neither one of them put into their body the drugs that Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa, among others, did. Hey, my partner here, you want to see that product? (laughs) 
right here from Go Baller FFS. Again, this is Family Feud Sports, Episode 8, where two lifelong sports journalists, also father and son, intensely debate the week's hottest sports news. And what do you want to leave the sports world with for, for this show, going into Episode uh, 9 next week? Peace to everyone. Take care of the Rocket Man and Jake LaMotta. Sayonara. You were a great man. What he said. Peace out, folks. That's made of wood And I'm only biding time Only reciting memorized lines And I'm not fit to touch The hem of your garment And no, no, I'm not fit to touch The hem of your garment No, no, I'm not fit the hem of your garment and no no Okay, so you're saying I add up the atomic masses of the proton and the neutron, right? Mm-hmm. I seize that, but what do I do with the goddamn electron? Can I bring it over here? Enrico Fermi'd roll over in his motherfucking grave if he heard that stupid shit. I mean, he'd just turn over ass up in your face. He wouldn't give a fuck. Man, Jamal, man, just cut my man some slack, dog. Look here, man, I'm just trying to help him save face, all right? I mean, you know, he keep asking questions like that. Motherfuckers gonna think he's stupid. You, you can talk about the vacation, and if you do that, it's really unfair. It's really unfair. It's my team. my quarterback. There you go. There it is. There's a winner. Look at that. Back, 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 back,